Hey, good morning. Welcome to the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. Hope you're doing well today. Had to get some other priority things done before the show. So a little bit later than normal. Well, trying to be more normal. We'll see. Anyway, good morning. It's 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show, and I'm Greg Master, Scrum Master and Agile Coach, and I hope you're doing well today. Uh, today is uh, our 3 our, our, three R Thursday, which is requirements, reviews, and retros. And today I want to talk a little bit about PI planning, part of the requirements, how you do that, the continuation of our cumulative flow discussion from the other day. Yesterday, other things took over, wasn't feeling too well, so it didn't quite, I'm not fixed yet. I'm not totally healed up. Um, but anyway, I also had to do a combination, go visit my client, because what I always try to do, they have a three-week sp- a sprint, which I, yeah, I know is kind of long, but I try to make it there on that um, planning day, if not on the retro day, but definitely on the planning day, go into the office, be there with everyone and, and go through the things. Sometimes I feel like if I'm not there, they'll, they'll, they'll keep adding more requirements on because I challenge them and, and ask them questions, how they would work together. But we'll talk about how I do that and whatever. There's a little, um, I'm playing on the retro. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit too. What to do when 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 you move totally rooms that you're used to doing. You plan your retro for one room, and next thing you know, you're in a different conference room, which couldn't accommodate what you wanted to do. So I'll talk about that on another uh, Thursday, maybe next week. So with that, it's 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. We're going to talk PI planning. We're going to talk Kanban. We're going to talk velocity. Talk human flow. I got my whiteboard right here. So we'll do a little whiteboard sketching because I introduced that the other day. So I wanted to talk about that for requirements and planning and reviews and what you could do with Kanban today. So we talk about Scrum and Agile in a very practical and tactical way. Today we're going to talk a little Kanban a little bit on that. We do it so we can bring value to customer without working crazy hours to do that. And so we can get home and have fun with our family and friends, right? And have fun at work too. It should be a little bit of fun. It shouldn't be totally crazy. So what I want to talk about. So the other day, where is my pen? We talked about cumulative flow and I described, and I got my whiteboard here. And for those of the cumulative flow diagram, I mean, you can watch the show a little bit. I got a lot of shows on cumulative flow where here we have like a um, number of issues I mean, it could be points, maybe points, depend on depending on the system. And like I said, um, next week on, on Metric Monday, I will show you how to use Jira to set up Cumulative Flow and how to use it, what to do. I'll do that on Monday. I'll plan a little more in advance, get it all set up. Maybe I'll even share my screen and how to design that, or maybe I just do it on a whiteboard too. I could do both. Um, and this is time. The bottom, cur- the bottom. So you got a two-axis thing. The vertical axis is issues. The bottom is as as time. Now, what typically happens on a Kanban or a PI planning? What I see sometimes is teams start here, and then it goes up. This is their to do. Their to do work, right? And then, and then what they what they then they start doing is then they get their hopefully it goes like that and then hopefully it comes up this would be maybe testing or well let's do this in process 
so the to-do lines above it's a it's a diagonal going up from bottom left to top right in process and then we got in test maybe because typically in a combine you'll definitely have more columns than just three um i think and then then you have um right behind that is done and that bottom one would be done over time and this is wherever your pi so your timeline would be from the start of the pi to the end of the pi which is this little pi down here right ideally this would be straight up okay so now in pi planning what happens is these teams because it's combine they may not have all their stories or or whatever they have issues identified and the work they want to do yet maybe it flows maybe you get new stuff but what you can do is based on the velocity how much and you have to set up the time box you have to start looking at your pi peer, uh periods of performance in jira they offer a um a release but they don't call it a release they, they call it a secondary release or whatever you have your your code release dates where you're releasing stuff on a regular basis but then there's also a time box release app capability and most people most places have it so you want to start figuring out how much work they get done in a month or weeks or whatever your combine measurement so based on that that's your velocity right so so velocity is number issues over time right based on that and how long your pi is what you can do is you can put placeholders like what in the combine there may be some development and a lot of support work so you might figure out how much time you percentage you want to you want to store to support right so so i should write that on here somehow I'm going to take up some line here. So maybe you have support. Maybe you have development, right? New work or new projects or like, um, yeah, projects, right? Maybe there's some things you want to do and you reserve your time. So maybe part of your time. So what you do is you say, okay, if I know my velocity, I can figure out how much work I can get done in a particular PI. And so it's the total work in PI, right? So you might say, okay, maybe my support work is, maybe, maybe it's 50% support and 50% project. Ideally, you would know what your projects are that you're going to work on during the sprint. I mean, the PI, right? You really don't know what your support work is. And, you know, that time goes across. So you can put placeholders in the system, uh, big ones, like, like a project, maybe like, like this support would, I would call it, uh, if you use project or initiatives or something here, maybe it's uh, PI... Q3 support. So I put a big placeholder, 50% of my total allowance for each time period. Maybe they do it monthly. Whatever you do and corresponding to 
the scrums and all that kind of stuff. Oh, it's nine o'clock. I got to get going here. So you would have that. You would, you would do that. So you would have this number, and then you could set up your velocity and how much work your team's going to uh, agree to. Now, this is how, how you would set that up. And again, you would 50%, make that, and then you would put your projects. Maybe you have three projects. Maybe there's three projects. And you divide how much time, you know, or what percentage of your velocity, percent of velocity, which is really your, um, it's not just your velocity. It would be your capability of doing work, right? Your, your bandwidth. Um, based on the three projects, right? And you would figure that out and you would lay it out. That's how you do PI planning for Kanban. I don't know if that helps any. It's kind of a messy whiteboard, but but that's how you do it. And people say, well, it's not specific. Well, you're not going to get specific when you do Kanban, but that's how you use the cumulative flow. And then they would work it out and then you just subtract from the higher level placeholders as you go along. So I wanted to share that with you as something to give you an idea how you can use Kanban, how you can use velocity, how you would use cumulative flow to measure what you're doing. But ideally in the PI planning, you would try to figure out how much work you could potentially do um, during that PI planning and make that line go vertically across. Because what's important about that, and I'll show this one more time, is that all these lines for to do, well, definitely in process, test, and done, at some point have to cross the line because then you know you're done or you completed all your work what will happen though if this to do goes above that initial line that you you know you're going to be at risk to getting all your stuff done and you're probably going to roll stuff over into the next pi which could be okay if you're if you, that's okay if you're doing the kanban maybe stuff continues but the idea is that for the project work you probably have agreed to dates and due dates like i'm doing on my thing so i wanted to share that with you Hope that helps some people out there with how to use Kanban and PI planning and how to plan for that. But you basically put placeholders for the big projects like support work for the PI, whatever it is, Q3 PI. And then you have your projects and you you all determine what percentage of your lot of time and which one's priority, project one, two, or three, that you as a Kanban team are going to work on. And you work it out that way. And it should be just like in a scrum where here's our completed or capability or capacity. That's the word I was looking for, capacity, and what you're going to get done. So with that, I want to wish you all the best. Have a great day. Happy scrumming. Tomorrow's Fun Friday. We'll do some fun stuff, talk about some other things. I always try to relate it to what we do at work. And I wish you the best and happy scrumming and our happy Kanban <laughs> if you're going to do that too. Take care, everyone. See you tomorrow and have a great day.